1: Everybody, I listen to the Discus Larry Collective podcast. I'm your host Warren. I'm here with Glenn today. We're just going to do a quick rundown and review of Raw. Uh, we're not gonna like, I suppose, elongate it or spend too much time on it, mainly because mm. although a three hour show, not much in the way of say story really happened. It was there was a lot of repeat matches, um, which again wasn't bad, but yeah, overall, we'll just kind of keep as short as we well as much yeah. as we can. So, Fair, f- fairly fairly vanilla. Some, yeah, it was a tame episode last night. Um hmm. So what we'll do is, to start off the show, we had a Miz TV segment It was basically uh, Miz and Morrison just kind of celebrating Miz picking up the win last night Because he cashed in his money in the bank And he's now the WWE Champion So, yeah, him and Morrison in there, basically He caught a really good promo, in fairness, Miz Once again, yeah. he is savage on the mic You can never take that away from the chap anyway Um But yeah, he, he caught a really good promo about how nobody thought he'd make it and then when he did get signed, nobody thought he'd do anything in the company and be sacked after six months. And look at him now, he's still here, whatever, about the years later. Because that's the thing. Oh, you forget how long he's actually there. I think he's there about 15, 16 years. Like easy.
0: Um, Tough enough with the season 07. 07 with um, fucking uh, Ryan Reeves.
1: And oh, yeah, right back that yeah. Other,
0: um, What was your man's name? Daniel Pewter, wasn't it? Uh, that was 07, oh, wasn't
1: it? No, that was all 04, Daniel Pewter.
0: Oh, four.
1: Yeah, oh, four. Yeah, because he, he tried to out, tap out angles, remember?
0: Yeah. I, um, he was in the, yeah, because he won it that year.
1: Yeah, oh, with the Miz, was
0: it? Geez, oh, four of them. Yeah, because Ryan Reeves and him were on it and uh, they got sent down to OEW and yeah. Miz eventually ended up doing kind of random commentary and fucked up his first ever yeah. live mic on, uh, on, the, on the
1: stage where I think he was introducing women or something like that. Yeah, it was a diva search so, thing yeah. he was doing, yeah. So that would have been, yeah. So Six, 16, 17 years then. Fuck yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Um folks, huh? Yeah So he started off the show Yeah Great promo Um, What did he call himself At one stage He called himself The Babe Root Of uh, WWE Which is a pretty cool line <laughs> um, So yeah It was good And then obviously You were expecting uh, MVP or Lashley To show up And interrupt yeah. That's exactly what happened We had MVP coming down And said that They were chatting last uh, The night of the Elimination Chamber And they agreed That Lashley Would get a title shot From the Miz Because Lashley lost his United States Championship Shoot to John Morrison. Um yeah. pretty cool idea. I oh, actually really liked it. And then, That was a good tie-in, yeah. It was, yeah. And then the miss was kinda of dancing around. He was like, Oh look, we can, oh, you have no problem giving you a shot, but we can do it like I time, this that and the other. And he was kinda of, we've
0: no time for it and all, yeah. Yeah.
1: And then he was saying, like, you guys have a great night and tried to walk away. And then Lashley on the mic, then he just turned around, he was like, You have an hour. I'll give you an hour ultimatum. And if you don't get back to me, um, I'm gonna beat you down, it's gonna be like merciless. And it's going to be awesome and stuff like that. So he kind of threw a little dig to the maze. It was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, the pretty good. Like, what would you say? I think it was, it was, it was a deadly start to the show. It was real. Um, it, it kept you engrossed then for the next hour, at least, do you know what I mean? Which is yeah. stuff, they should kind of work that into their shows every week, I'd say. Not necessarily a timer, but like legit have a time frame for when a certain match is happening. Because yeah. if you're, if you're dropping off viewers at the start of the third hour, you want to have a big time main event, or you want to have a big time match around the third hour. Like,
0: yeah, they should do it like acts, like act one, two, and three, like your are opening. Um, really enjoy the segment yourself. I think we we've, we've talked about this when they want to strap a rocket to a dude's ass and and let him fly. We obviously seen Riddles getting that upper mid card push, you know, with this with the toil, and then obviously Lashley's gone for the for the big bad boy belt. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think it's it's an excellent way to build a star. Like They did it last year with Drew. They're doing it now with Lashley. This is, this is this is clinical uh, booking, and I just hope that they could enforce the same consistency across the board for their tag teams, for their mid-card belts, and for the women as well.
1: Yeah. Here's hoping, anyway. Um, <laughs> so then, uh, after that segment, then we had the first match of the night, uh, Matt Riddle against John Morrison. Obviously, these two lads were in the US title match the night before. Uh, yeah, solid match. They kind of showed that glimpse of uh, chemistry on Illumination Chamber pay-per-view. So it was yeah. good to see them kind of follow up on that. Um yeah, yeah overall pretty good match we had obviously John Morrison has some unique offense he always did um, almost like a capoeira kind of fighter a bit sometimes and then he has the parkour background and stuff so yeah he did like a, a cool Spanish fly just the second roll bell nowhere at one stage um, yeah that was fucking deadly yeah the, the Starship pain, the Moonlight Drive all his moves are pretty cool Like, and he does have this like for, for somebody who's just like kind of like a parkour guy or don't get me wrong obviously he does have a capoeira background I think but his kicks don't really look strong or his strikes don't look strong at all. No,
0: I think it's something he could definitely work on. Like if you look at the likes of Alistair Black, who you don't want to take a a kick off that guy. Like if you've seen any of his training videos, I do think it's something Morrison could work on because in in terms of offense, his offense doesn't really get pinfalls. And I think that that's like, that's mostly down the booking, but you like, you rarely see someone go, oh, he's hit it. That's it. game over.
1: Yeah. And the likes of... And he has
0: has the aesthetic and he has the talent for it. I don't get why he isn't written better, you know?
1: Yeah, and he does have, like, in terms of his kicks and stuff and moves like that, he does have, like, the likes of a Wizard, he used to do a lot, so why not, like, bring that into your repertoire a bit more and kind of accentuate that move, or, like, the likes of his spin kicks that he does, like, extent- accentuate them, put a bit more power behind them, like, rather mm-hmm. than just slapping the leg, and he leans back real awkwardly when he does it as well, so that's what kind of looks a bit strange. I think it's the movement or if he
0: is gonna if he is gonna do it he should straight leg it the way like you remember the Mick kick or, or oh, yeah, yeah. The Trish kick one of one of them they, they had that like real kind of inverted crescent fucking heel kick like he could do something like that and set up a different move like if he did one of those weird kicks to the body to get a guy to drop to his knees then and then like hit the ropes hard for a shining wizard to like the side or to the back of the head. Like you know, it doesn't have to be the kin, you know, the Bomye the or the Kinshasa or anything like that. Yeah. But it can be a take on those type of moves. Like he has his high flying, but like he should be as successful as a Jeff Hardy. Like oh, yeah. he, he was at one point he was obviously Sans Chris Benoit situation, he was at one point the face of ECW. Yeah. Uh if you punk over the belt. So like there's no there's no reason he shouldn't be there, you know that way.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. And he has a wealth of experience as well. So it could be just leagues, exactly, so I suppose yeah. he's doing it so long. It's almost laziness or something or whatever. But yeah. um yeah, good match to start. Riddle off, picked I up
0: know. the one on that one though.
1: He did, yeah, yeah. Riddle, um Riddle finished him off. Um it was a fairly long match as well. I wasn't expecting it to get that kind of time. No, it wasn't obviously super long, it wasn't pay-per-view quality or anything, but still a pretty good match. Um so yeah, Riddle picks up the win, and then we move on to the next match, which was retribution. Um, T Bar and Mace against the New Day, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods. As I mm-hmm. said at the start of this kind of episode, we're going to try to keep it short and sweet because the some obviously matches we will go into a bit more, but this match is no point. Solid tag team match. Yeah, We've exactly. Seen it We've seen it so many times now, and they don't seem to be forward in this feud. Although Ali would call, say, Kofi out on Twitter, and vice versa, Kofi would put out a video calling out Ali, but they don't do that. And then when it comes to Raw or SmackDown or anything like that,
0: it's probably their most uninteresting work that either tag team has done, which is an incredibly disappointing thing to say considering they're both excellent workers, excellent tag teams, and they both have the capacity to be substantially better. It's just it's just frustrating. I just don't yeah. want to watch anymore.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the new day once again picked up another win over retribution just to prove how dead buried this team already is. Um, we yeah. had a an instance then where Ali. Ripped into the team a bit as well On the mic Because they lost again <clears throat> Even though it was his fault He told him instead of pinning After the finisher To pick him up and do it again So yeah Maybe Retribution be breaking up soon um, Or else they might get new like Some sort of new leader in Or new team Teammates or something I don't know but...
0: AJ and all to take over
1: Yeah hopefully <laughs> But um, yeah So overall yeah pretty, pretty standard match But as you said Seen a lot of times Speaking of which though yeah. Moving on to the next match Again we've seen a lot of times The whole business against The Lucha House Party um, even though, every, in fairness, every time this match happens, there's always something slightly different. Um, like the past few times we've been seeing it, there was that tension that maybe they might break up, Cedric and mm. Shelton. This time it's not. They're on the same wavelength and they absolutely dominated the Lucha House Party. So I actually enjoyed it. But again, there's no point in going into it because we've seen it. This is, I think this may be the third yeah. time they've done this. So
0: It's it's a little bit frustrating, again, on that front, mostly because obviously the, the bang few Retribution the line, are in the... Like yeah, like the, the feud that the lads are in, um, New Day and, and Retribution is 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 tiring because we've um we've exhausted it. This match is tiring because we've seen be- both do better. Yeah, like we were talking about the luchas on NXT before. Again, just like by no means am I saying that the competitors are bad or that all the matches they put on are fucking terrible. By no means am me saying that, but yeah. they all have the capacity to to be better. And um, to be fair, fair play to, to Cedric and, and, and Sheldon, because like showing their you know mock chemistry, um, especially Sheldon is such a class fucking athlete. Like so, oh, yeah. For showing we do get of them, you know, good good work, fair play, and all that. But just um want want to see better. That's yeah, that's, yeah. That's the result.
1: I think that's the thing, like are such a fluid tag team like them two guys, Cedric and mm. um, Shelton. So I'm, I do hope now over the next few weeks we might get some sort of tag title feud with someone. Even if it is the Lugia House yeah. Party guys, I don't care. Just put the titles on the line and let's see maybe a stipulation in, like, all right, does false count anywhere? Or like, like like last night it was a tornado tag, but they didn't really make use of it. At one stage, I think it was uh, Lindsay Dorado tagged himself in, <laughs> even yeah. though it's a tornado tag. And then even the commentator said it. Um, I think it was Tom Phillips who's like, well, there's no tags in a tornado match. So it was just kind of... Ah. Whatever, that's so used to this set formula, that's all it is, I suppose. Um but that's that's goes to
0: show how stale it's gotten.
1: Uh, yeah, it really does actually. Uh, um after this mm-hmm. then uh, we'll just steamroll through. We had Bad Bunny, uh the backstage segment. Mm-hmm. And then we had uh Damian Priest against Angel Garza. This match happened as well, I think last week or the week before last. So again, nothing yeah. new. Again, though, just keeping Damien Priest on the like on the TV in the limelight I don't mind it yeah. obviously it's a fairly short and sweet match it's just he does all his big moves that's it Uh Bad Bunny teases that he's going to get involved and then Angel Garza turns around and gets basically uh, what happened to him uh, oh yeah he got to sorry the can't remember the name of the finisher it's like a crossroads the yeah Reckoning. Um, sorry, the Reckoning. Reckoning yeah Jesus Yeah, I couldn't it's remember
0: retribution name <laughs> yeah literally
1: so um then after this match then we had all the 24-7 title contenders leg like, down to the ring um they all just got dumped around by uh Priest and then Bad Bunny dumped uh True like, Gulak over the top. So yeah, a, a pretty pretty much a nothing segment there afterwards. Do you know what I mean? Obviously they're just playing on the fact that he has the twenty four seven title. Nothing's gonna come of it anyway. Um I can't see nothing. Obviously there is talks that them two guys, Priest and Bad Bunny, will team up at WrestleMania against somebody. Uh, we'll see what happens there. But yeah, overall, just standard kind of priest in the limelight match.
0: Vanilla, like we said at the beginning, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll keep going. So um, next match, Ascan Charlotte versus Bayzar and Jax. Once again, we've seen the match a million one times. And... Let me just
0: let me, let me let me let me just with this one specifically. This one, yeah. <laughs> that's me slamming my head against the mic getting uh, forehead dandruff in it. <laughs> Holy shit! Like accidental knee kick to the mouth.
1: Oh yeah, of oh, oh, it Asken, looks like she lost the tooth. I oh, know. Yeah. Now, in fairness, that was a complete fluke. Like, and fair balls to Shane that the second she did it, she dropped down, you could see her. Kind of yeah. like, oh my God, fuck, the not mean that. Um, yeah. But yeah, for as as many times as we've seen this match now, you think they'd have a bit more chemistry, but whatever.
0: I'm just, I'm like, I'm sick of seeing Charlotte Flair on TV. I'm sick of seeing Asuka get booked so poorly. Like, none of these girls should have been attacked in. team. All four of them should have been feuding for the one belt. And we get an actual women's tag team division going again. Like, we how many times have we had this conversation? Like we've actually had the conversation as many times as they've had matches, which tells you that your, your audience is, is yawning at it. Like if we, like we cannot see this happen again. Like you no. just, we can't, it's, it's literally going to lose viewers at, yeah. at this point. Like,
1: yeah. Like know? that's the thing. Like you have, so Nia Jackson Baszler, they, they have the tag championships right now. We have Naomi and Lana who have the number one contendership, but obviously they're getting skipped over by the looks of things because they're going to have the NXT, uh, tag girls. tag team of um koi yeah. and gonzalez they're gonna have a title shot as well um and then yeah. we have the riot squad who are a genuine tag team i know they're yeah. on smackdown but these belts can be on all three brands so
0: this is where we need to see the girls from nxt take the belts yeah we need to see baszler and jacks have a good fucking tough woman feud type of shit right yeah. and since somebody with our mainstays like alexa bliss is in her fiend feud um and your one, what was, uh, Nikki Cross hasn't really been outside of the odd uh, appearance the with Alexa yeah. Bliss in the last couple of months, hasn't really done that either. Um, Becky Lynch is obviously off telly as well uh, with her kid. Bailey hasn't done that since she dropped the belt to Sasha. Carmella is just unnecessarily in the main, main event spot. So they really, they need to rejig what's going on with the women. Like like Naomi, former women's champion in a tag team for number one contender with probably, and I mean no offense to Lana, but probably the weakest woman in the whole division and then you have Charlotte consistently in the main event spot. Like this is, this is Raw in 2010 men's uh, roster oh, yeah. vibes. Like it's just why we. It's we're watching the same thing over and over again. Give give the girls the belt in NXT. Let everyone who wants a shot. Run down to NXT to do their to do their matches. NXT, uh, fucking superstars will get a better shake at it anyway. And then you can you can get the women's tag team wrestling off of the main shows because they clearly don't want it on the main shows.
1: Yeah, the way they're Just treating it, so. it looks like they don't want it. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah I'm, <laughs> so I'm done with it anyway. Then, yeah, after the match we had, Asuka kind of snap out then. At, um, which got her Charlotte, rightly so. Um, so I'm hoping I would love nothing. Yes. Apart from losing, the, yeah, the, losing the tooth is actually, that's crazy to be honest with you. But again, as they say, that's, it's, it ain't ballet. So but, um, yeah, I, I would love to see Asgert turn heel. Um, just yes. because he's a deadly heel. Like so, and I, it's been so long as well. So I'd love to see Asgert go heel, but um, we had a little Ric Flair and Charlotte moment as well backstage where Charlotte was like, Oh, I'm trying to protect this legacy. I'm trying to protect our last name. Um yeah, I don't, but then double
0: back, didn't she say like, "Oh, but I, I don't need to be the next week Flair. I'm trying to be Charlotte Flair or something like."
1: Yeah, exactly. So whatever she's done this, I think three times now. So uh, there's no way to it anymore. The promo was delivered very well, but again, we've seen it. So
0: yeah, yeah.
1: I just hope now either Charlotte, if if they want to push Charlotte against Asuka for WrestleMania, just fucking bite the bullet and do it now because I'm sick of seeing yeah. shift makeshift guess
0: get, get Asuka Hill get Charlotte to be the face, but. Not really, yeah. you know, the disliked face because even there's animosity toward her in all the public forums as well. Yeah, And then book a to make Asuka strong again. And then whoever's going to be the next up and coming riser, do not book them as an underdog. Make sure it's fucking Baszler or someone else. Just dominate Asuka and, and continue this ongoing momentum thing that they're doing where you have a transitional champion and you have a dominant champion and so on and so forth. Because <laughs> it's worked well with the men's. Miz is a cheap shit at the heel. Drew was a great champion. Um, that formula worked and now they're going to do it with Bobby Lashley pull the trigger on him it's going to work so you yeah. need to keep that copy the formula it just works you know
1: yeah exactly Yeah. Um. after that match then we had Sheamus against Jeff Hardy Um. again this like this match was pretty good for what it was to be honest I so actually really liked it mainly because yeah. obviously uh, Sheamus and Jeff Hardy seemed to like, they just they work well together
0: good chemistry yeah, yeah really they, good they, in-ring yeah. chemistry like they're both exper- they're very well experienced between the two of them yeah. Um. And honestly, like although the spots are known and expected, some of the varieties on it, like when Jeff tried to hit the twist of fate, you know, and then they got really, like all those little nuances are good. Um. I do hate the fact that Jeff Hardy, who was a main event player and was a former WWE champion, does eat more pins than he gets nowadays. And yeah. That could be down to his age slowing him down as well. But you know,
1: I, I feel yeah. though, like with the likes of Jeff, even though he he does lose quite a lot, I feel like because he's so fan friendly, everyone loves him. Regardless, he never really suffers from it. Like you could see him now, oh, yeah. say, for example, like Lashley wins the world championship and then Jeff Hardy's the fourth person in line. You'd still be like, oh, yeah, it'd be class with Jeff one. Regardless, he yeah. always kind of have that like emotion towards him, I suppose. So I don't think he, he at least he doesn't suffer from the loss you know what I mean Whereas the yeah. likes of like, you, the, if you look at Retribution, say, they came up with this huge kind of build and then went nowhere and was yeah. week in, week out. It just doesn't work. But um, it was a Seamus and Jeff, good solid match. Um, yeah. a few did, nice parts did, did, did like, trick. yeah, a few nice parts like uh, whispering the wind, um, grace. Seamus didn't get the win, stuff like that. So there was kind of, oh, maybe, maybe Seamus will kind of slip up here in Lewis. But yeah, no, Seamus picks mm-hmm. up the win with the broad kick. Still looks very strong, and he's gonna keep that momentum now because obviously he was a bit like a monster leading up to chamber. So yeah, so yeah, I think all right, solid match. So really enjoyed it. And then we had nice. Naomi and Lana after this. That little, yeah, yeah. Well, do you want to say something about Seamus and thing, Jeff? No, you sure?
0: Oh, we, we can, we can, we can do a double skip,
1: yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, so um, like,
0: do you, ever, do you ever tap the right hand side of your screen on YouTube,
1: yeah, and it just skips forward. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was, um, a pretty bad match, very, very short. Um, the only thing, so basically, it was Naomi and Lanet against Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. This match was obviously because they're the number one contenders. Um, the way they're being obviously. Whether being booked, obviously. It looks like they're going to be, oh, yeah, strong, the contenders, but realistically, I can't see them winning the belts. So, yeah, it wasn't really much, any much like it wasn't much of anything to be honest with you. Um, like we did have uh, Jax and like watching from ringside, but that's about it. So, we'll leave that there. Uh, Lan actually won the match, funny enough, but yeah, I think it's a force win. And apart from obviously the tables match, but it's a first proper win in quite some time oh, yeah. after My this. Hole. Then, uh, we had a uh, what I thought was going to be a really good cool match and didn't turn out that way, AJ against Ricochet. Now, again, they're not going to have, obviously, a five-star match every time they get in the ring. And obviously, this was dependent, obviously, I'm going to say obviously about 50 times, Um where they were on the card, uh how late it was, and then, yeah, they, they weren't going to go out and do a lot of flippy shit, do you know what I mean? You can tell off the bat they're not going to do that.
0: If, if you would think along the lines of any other shower pay-per-view, the energy level starts to dip here. Yeah, this would have been the pick
1: me up and it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It just it kept like, it going in the same vein. Like
0: Yeah. This was like what you thought was an energy drink, but it was sugar free and caffeine free. It was just juice. And um, yeah. That's not to not to say that it was by stretched stretch like a terrible match. Just they can both like you said, we keep saying this, it's, it's it feels a bit parody, but they can do better. Like, yeah, Ricochet can do substantially better than he yeah. did. Um and it just, yeah, I, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna book these lads the way that they're being booked, there's just better executions to the story. So like, yeah, we want tell us the Matrix one. We don't want the Matrix
1: three. Like yeah, pretty much. And that's that's the thing that wrecks me head <sighs> is like, obviously, then as I said, they're not gonna have a, a Baron or every night. But regardless, with the likes of Ricochet, who doesn't really have a personality, um, apart from like, oh, I can do flips and. He's great in the ring, don't you ring? He's 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 super smooth and all, and I do really like him. But it's getting to the stage you now. Every time I see him, I'm like, right, I I know I'm in for like a solid match. Yeah, do you mean yeah. C plus match today. And now obviously that's not down to him getting the time. That's just them saying like, oh yeah, you're going out there for five minutes. So I'm not knocking him on that. I'm just saying because he doesn't really have a personality. He needs to show so much more in the ring, which he did obviously on the Indies and he did in Japan. Yeah. And, and but with the likes of WWE you're not going to get the show that every night so you need to kind of make it stand out and he yeah. didn't and AJ just I, t- I, t- I think splash. he
0: needs to do uh, I think he'd need a heel turn I'd uh, need either a heel turn or he'd need um, like a big show like, I didn't remember when we had a big show and, and Miz and big show and Jericho, Jericho and all like, yeah. And, yeah like that was that was something else I think he'd need something like that I think he needs like he's Apollo Crews from fucking... like two
1: years ago like he's just too happy go lucky and oh, I'm for the yeah. WWE it's like oh amazing man do you know what I mean, cool, you like I said, on the hole and get 350 quid from the doll. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, it makes no odds. It's, it's, I'm not happy doing it. <laughs> I, think,
0: I think 350 quid and 350 grand are probably a little bit different. But oh, the chap only makes up say, 500 like, a night, I'd say. Oh, I was talking about yearly, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, he's he, look, he's better, he's better than he's getting, and I think yeah. he could do with a rewrite. I think down the line, he, he should be inserted into like the tag team picture or the United States picture and ditch the happy go lucky stuff, become this aggressive. Fucking! You remember when Daniel Bryan was heel? Not the first time, but the second time. Yeah, yeah. Ex excellent, excellent heel walk in terms of just
1: being. It was prove a, a point, like
0: it pro- yeah, just a, v- a vicious little cunt. Like he could easily do that. Just like yeah, you're you're down the corner or you're on the ropes. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna boot the hand that's on the ropes. I'm just gonna be a prick. Like I'm gonna. Oh yeah, you're 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 trying to get up. I'm just gonna stand on your knee. Just like yeah. the back of your leg, like fuck you. Start elbow, like deep elbows. Like he's a wary little fucker. So like he's not like a hard hitter. So he just needs to keep hitting him. Just yeah. fucking do not stop hitting him. Like get, get the ref to pull him off. Not like that, obviously. <laughs> <But> <laughs> just get get him off the guy and then and then he would be like, no, fuck you, and push the ref and go off and start thumping him again. Like and your man's just gonna be like, Jesus, he won't stop. Like let him be the little energizer bunny of aggression. Like,
1: yeah, pretty much. Why not? Like, um, yeah. But yeah, so it, it, it did what needed to, I suppose. Styles still goes over, Style still looks, looks good. And then after the match, then almost picked him up and absolutely dumped him from like a 10-foot height by looks of things. But uh, such yeah. a poor guy. Oh, stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so then uh, after this, then um, we'll just go straight to the main event, so because yeah, main event. So we yeah. had uh, Braun Strowman who came out earlier. Um, yeah, I meant to say that yeah so yeah <laughs> we totally forgot about that we completely skipped over I was just going match 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 yeah so basically <laughs> after the after the first hour we had the Bobby Lashley and MVP back out and they were saying right time for this WWE Championship match this wasn't happening then Miz was like no look we don't have the time uh, how about we do it yeah. maybe next week oh, I'm happy to do it next week We um, it gives me time to prepare we'll have a great match for the fans shit like that and then playing the chicken shit heel, which is good and then yeah was it Lashley then eventually agreed to it but then Strowman came out and Strowman was like no I want the title shot and then Adam Pearce basically insulted Strowman he said like oh if you even had a neuron in your brain you'd understand that I said former WWE champions were in the chamber not universal so that was a little dig and but it looks things to setting up Strowman against like Adam Pearce and Shane McMahon at WrestleMania which I don't even want to see but it's looking like it's going there um I'd be thing. happy
0: if Strowman just trolls them off the fucking stadium roof at this point. <laughs> yes, I suppose.
1: yeah. I just, I just hate Shane McMahon getting involved. We'll fuck him anyway. Um, <laughs> so, what was it? Yeah. So then they set up a match: Braun Strowman vs. Bobby Lashley for the main event of Raw. If Braun Strowman wins, it's a triple threat match then um, for the World, uh, WWE Championship next week on Raw. So, yeah. fast forward and all the matches we already talked about, and um, yeah. So main event time: Bobby Lashley against uh, Braun Strowman and it was the definition of big meaty men slapping me pretty much it was just... it was
0: it was the least technical fight it was you yeah we have in
1: fairness. but it was also it was very entertaining it was it reminded me of like do you know the way we were saying a few minutes ago about the every Damien Priest match lately it's just get your finisher in and stuff like get your moves yeah. in that's what they did what I think with Lashley last night it felt like they wanted him to look like the big bastard of Raw and he really did because he kicked out of the finisher from a Strowman, he, he kicked out, out, out and opened Yeah. So yeah. that's that was great to see. Um it was it was good. Like it, it didn't make Strowman look like overly weak or hadn't. It'd make him look frustrated now next week, I'd say. Like yeah. I have a feeling now on SmackDown, he'll show up and be going mad, like tearing the place down and shit like that, looking for Shane McMahon and stuff. So overall it did what I had to do. It established pretty much what we already knew, cemented what we already knew, Sorry, Um Bobby Lashley is the top dog overall right now. We didn't even see Drew McIntyre last night. Do you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: Which I, I, I initially, I felt very kind of like, what the fuck, we should have seen him, we should have had the Seamus run out, should have been booked better. Then it hit me, you know, lad gets, you know, battered you know throughout the chamber, defends, gets fucking battered by Lashley, is wrecked, and then yeah. gets finished off with him, is he's, he's taking a night off. Like yeah. he's, he's taking a night off, and he's going to fucking, he's going to come out in Lashley's match next week, and he's going to claim arm, they're going to mini feud, Lashley's going to beat uh, McIntyre, or we'll get the Seamus interruption then. Yeah, and that's what's then gonna set up the Lashley Miz fucking mania, or or whatever. Like you know, yeah, the, exactly. Or if they yeah. do Brock returning or something like, um, which in in my head made sense. I was like, yeah, he's gonna take a day off and then come back and kick the face off, I'm like
1: because yeah. we've
0: seen that happen with Keith Lee and we've seen it happen with the field of Orton and stuff, and it makes sense. Kind of like, that's continuity.
1: It yeah. does, yeah. But then um, what we had then after so, uh, Lashley wins with the spear, uh, beats Strong and Clean, which is another notch in the belt, I suppose for Lashley. Then we yeah. had him, he took out uh, the Miz as well afterwards. Uh, yeah, he just, yeah. He
0: got yeah. that pretty cool scene where he was with the with the belts all Triple H and up on the turnbook.
1: Deadly looking, deadly looking image. And it, it is like a sign of things to come, I feel. So yeah. like overall, like it wasn't a, a bad, as I said, like it wasn't a bad episode of Raw. It was just, it was very hot and cold, very samey. So it was the fact yeah. that you, you had some really great bits like every time Lashley was on the screen, whether it was with MVP or not, just great to watch. Uh, The maze was great to watch. Then we had obviously a solid match with Jeff Hardy and Sheamus and Riddle and John Morrison. But then the other parts were kind of hill start, choppy start, yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was
0: very it was very lukewarm out of five.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so um, it did kind of lay a a nice kind of like foundation almost for what we can do now over the next week or so leading up to Fast Lane. So. Yeah, I'm happy enough with it. It did kind of drag on a bit though because you're seeing so many similar matches week in, week out. But uh, yeah, hopefully now next week we start establishing a new fields. now leading up to Fastlane and WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. But um, what we'll do is we'll call it quits here and then yeah we'll, yeah, we'll call it we'll call it quit here then yeah, because there's not much else to say about Raw really. Um and there's no point in fantasy booking because we're gonna probably do an episode on that anyway. We'll do an actual
0: one this weekend where we'll we'll have a look at the landscape and we'll actually we'll we'll review us. So that's uh that's that's that's, that's raw Raw <laughs>
1: That's Raw in summary. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So like overall, yeah, decent episode, late some like groundwork or whatever, but nothing nothing over the top. Um yeah. actually look like a monster. And uh looking forward to next week now, him and Miz, see if McIntyre get involved or whatever. But um yeah. Yeah, so what we'll do is, just want to say thanks for listening. Um, if you want, you can follow us on the socials, Instagram, DiscusLaria Collective, Twitter, The Discus Laria, uh, wherever you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Acast, give us a follow, give us a like. And then, yeah, um, we'll see you back here then. Let me see, what day is it today? It's Tuesday, so yeah, Thursday then for uh, NXT. Thursday for the NXT and
0: AEW Dynamite.
1: Exactly, yeah, we're going to jump into AEW Dynamite as well as NXT, so that's going to be pretty cool now because we haven't done that. Uh, we've we've chatted yeah. about it before, but we've never done it on recording. So, yeah. Once again, thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you on Thursday.
0: See you later.